This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to episode 128 of the Fight Disciples podcast. If you're a subscriber already, thank you so much. If you're not, if you've only just stumbled across us, you can get us on iTunes. Just search out Fight Disciples. However, we make it even easier for you. Go to our website, fightdisciples.com. There's a button there that you can press and it'll take you straight to the subscription service. It's all free. It's not going to cost you anything. You just get four, at the moment, episodes per week. It's normally three, but we're having a bit of a special week because it is Mayweather McGregor, and we've done a six-part series. Thank you so much for all the lovely comments that we've received at that. People enjoying it, especially um, the uh, the quotes that you uh, put in there this week, Nick, of uh, the likes of Ricky Hatton making his comment of whether it's going to be a fight and all that type of stuff. People buzzing off it. The hairs on the back of their neck are all standing on end, getting all excited about uh, the fight this weekend, and a lot of people enjoying uh, what we're doing on social media as well, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, mainly on our Facebook page, uh, because we have the uh, embedded series. Um, UFC do this a lot when they're doing big pay-per-view events. They follow fighters around and like a fly-on-the-wall, six- to seven-minute documentary daily, just keeping you up to date with everything that's going on during fight week, uh, where we've got the whole embedded series on our Facebook page, uh, which people are appreciating. It's always nice as you commute into work in the morning, especially here in the UK, to have a little bit of a nosy in at Conor McGregor playing golf. Or, or Conor McGregor playing uh, Zap Zone or whatever he was doing yeah, on episode shooting gun, one. Yeah, shooting gun, yeah. Always good, eh? Floyd eating a Big Mac. That's it, mate. That's training, isn't it? I've, I've always wondered that about Floyd, right? Because he does this a lot. I don't know whether it is just for cameras. Like, yeah. when I've watched a lot of all-access stuff in the past, not just the Conor McGregor stuff, he does genuinely not change his diet. He eats KFC and chicken and... Yeah, I think he pulls that stunt, but I can't imagine he eats... Look at them. Look at the shape he's in. Look at the strip on him. He's 41 years of age. There's no way on God's green earth that man eats Burger King more than once a blue moon. It's all for the cameras. I'm not saying he doesn't have junk food when he wants to have junk food, but what I am saying is that's all, uh, you know, it's not like he lives on Burger King every day. I won't mind, no mind that diet. The whole thing as well is, if you've ever been to Vegas, what the fuck is he eating Burger King for? in and out Burger, everybody knows, is the best burger in Las Vegas. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah, maybe he's got a sponsorship deal. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Yeah. He's got a new sponsorship deal of which uh, we are we speak about on our um, on our podcast series, on our six part series, and on uh, yesterday's boxing program. We were speaking about sponsorship deal. It's going to be interesting, isn't it, when they make octagon? I keep calling it octagon walks because we're doing our UFC uh, show. When they make ring walks at the weekend uh, to see who's got what on whose shorts and how much real estate has cost on those particular shorts with the eyes of the world on this fight. Yeah, big time. Obviously, Floyd generally doesn't uh, have a ton of advertising on his shorts, but it's obviously all about Connor's shorts, isn't it? Who's going to make him? You know, what advertising is he going to have each leg and everything else? I've seen this week that Connor's actually got himself a teeth whitening deal. That is the funniest advert How that I've seen. fucking bizarre. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I've seen it, yeah. It's, it's called just... something like High Smile or something, isn't it? Wow, that and, is and he... so strange. But to watch him do that advert on social media, it's so staccato. Hi. Come and get your toothpaste from me, Conor McGregor. Get a nice white smile. This is for nighttime. This is for daytime. And you can look like me. I'm thinking, fuck me. You have sold your soul to the devil, brother. How much are they paying for that? There's literally, they'd spent every penny they had just on Connor's wages. There was no production value at all. It was literally like, right, you've had your shower, you've finished training, and his manager just went, do us a favour, just go in there and just read that script for us and hold on to that tube of toothpaste. And Connor's going, get to fuck, man. <laughs> and he's going, well, there's, you know, there's, 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 seven, million figures, in it, yeah. there's seven figures in it. 
Okie dokie. Yeah, because yeah. he did one with... <laughs> Not um, a problem. He's a official. He's got an official betting partner now as well, isn't he? Bet Safe. Bet I think Safe, yeah. He's done yeah. them. That's something on his Instagram. He's got his toothpaste. I'm looking forward to today's. I wonder what it is. Maybe he's going into a line of handbags or, uh, so, or yeah. school bags for uh, Floyd Mayweather. That'll be uh, <laughs> wonderful to see. I've no doubt there'll be more uh, commercial opportunities be- between now and fight night, no doubt. I reckon his shorts are just going to be like a fucking NASCAR. Saturday night, I reckon he's just going to be plastered in him. I won't, be, I won't be surprised if he's uh, if he gets a new tattoo done by and a company's <laughs> paid for it, tattooed on his back or Cross something. his back, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we will continue to talk about Mayweather McGregor at the end of today's podcast, but there is other yeah. stuff going on in the world of UFC. I know there's no fights at this moment in time. It's a little bit, you know what I mean, because everything's on this particular weekend with this uh, crossover hybrid um, event. Uh, but there's a bit of news coming out of the world of UFC. One of which Brian Stan's leaving his commentary role. He's got a new gig in real estate mate he's off yeah that comes a bit of a shocker didn't it to be honest yeah with you. proper left field yeah um leaving the his ufc commentary post don't forget he does commentary for college football in america as well so he, you know he must do well out of the old commentary gig he's obviously fucking brilliant too but to for him to give that up to go and move into real estate i think he's got some kind of motivational vice president position yeah with some real estate company obviously they must be paying him a fortune and for people who think brian stan is just a former ufc middleweight he's far from it he's a silver star winning marine yeah who actually saved a platoon from almost certain death when they caught in like uh when they were uh, caught in like under sniper fire or something he kept them alive for so many days before they were rescued and everything the guy's a fucking all-american hero so um, do, you know, do you know when you were to if you were to draw an all-american hero marine you'd probably yeah. draw brian stan he's just Big stereotypical time. looking isn't it Big Big squared your barrel <laughs> chest, and you Flat know what? He used cut. to he used to write a column. Well, he, sorry, I rephrased that. He hosted the World MMA Awards when I was uh, part of the organising team when I was editor of a magazine and uh, every year when he, he would host it twice I think it was and usually with the host they would have a guest column in the magazine the week of the awards show and nine times out of ten I would have to ring them up and, and do a first person interview and basically turn it into their words but every time with Brian Stan it would just be yep not a problem Nick when do you need it by just give me a date how many words it need to be not a problem he would always write it himself it would always be bang on the words and it would always be bang on the deadline days as well complete and utter professional and from a fan's perspective listen he had a great career you know people don't know he was WEC I think he was light heavyweight champion WEC before he came into the UFC great middleweight really entertaining but we will never ever forget the night he fought Vandalay Silva and he fought Vandalay Silva how we wanted to see Vandalay Silva fight. He didn't go into a shell. He didn't just try and take Vandalay down and hold him down and get a, and score a grappling win that way, which he could easily have attempted to do. What did he do? He went toe to toe with Vandalay Silva. For me, that put Brian Stan in my own personal Hall of Fame because it was like, yeah, man, if you're going to fight Vandalay, just go out there and start swinging and let him swing back and just have an absolute war. Mm. He's a good guy as well. He was in Manchester, wasn't he, when Bisping was defending against uh, Dan Henderson, so we met up with him then. He's a decent geezer as well. Really oh, stand-up fella, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wish him all the best with his real estate thing. Maybe, weird, uh, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's weird. I think people, I think we get caught up and think, oh, he's made it. He's now he's now like a main commentator or an analyst and, or whatever else. But, you know, I read, the, I read the piece from Brian. He's like, you know, I've got to put my family first, which basically means he's earning a lot more money going and work in the real estate industry. Plus, mm. obviously, there's a lot of travel involved in, in doing commentary. But what a lot of fans might think, oh, that's the dream job for a former fighter. 
obviously for for Brian Stan, yeah. certainly isn't. I've no doubt he'll be tapping up Al Yakinta as well. He's into his real estate. That's isn't right. It? Yeah, and Chael. Chael Sonnen used yeah. to be a yeah. used to be a real estate agent before there. he lost his license. There you go. They all want a piece of that because the UFC ain't paying unless your name's Conor McGregor. Evidently <laughs> so. Get yeah. into real estate. Uh, there's loads of other little bits of stories. There's fights that are being made that we'll talk about in a minute. I just want to uh, touch upon your big mate. Uh, Francis Nagano, he's on my social media feed over the last 24 hours. I've just been having a little bit of a nose. He's, he's a bit disgruntled, a little bit upset because his UFC 215 uh, fight, um, well, since UFC 215, it's all, his fight with Junior Dos Santos is off because yeah. there's a USADA violation. Dos Santos is obviously denying any wrongdoing. It's just uh, a matter of administration, in his opinion. Uh, but Nagano's now been calling out other fighters. He wants a piece of over him. He wants to keep moving, doesn't he? You know what I mean? You can, this is what happens sometimes, especially when you get to the top of a particular division. Yeah. You've got to rely on your opponent actually making everything tick to get to the octagon to fight. And if they don't, then you could be on the shelf for a bit waiting for a fight. And Nagano's obviously dead against this. He wants to get straight back in. Yeah, exactly. Well, don't forget, hasn't, um, haven't they made the Kane fight? Kane versus... Stipe Miocic, hasn't that been made now? Is it penciled in, is it, for... I saw that they've made Derek Lewis and uh, Fabrizio Verdum. I haven't seen the Kane one. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I, maybe I'm making things up. I thought no, I like it that you're making Kane. things up. Maybe make it, make, make it up, just say that it's happening. That's cool. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, I could have, maybe I dreamt it. Maybe I dreamt the fact that Kane was going to fight Stipe Miocic. <laughs> Uh, obviously, that's the fight I think they're waiting to do in the heavyweight division. But you know what? If it, it, basically this fight with Junior was was effectively going to be an eliminator, wasn't it? It was going to mm. be an eliminator for the fight for the title, and it was the opportunity Nagano's been waiting for. But you know, if he's tied up, if you look at the rankings, Stipe's at the top, uh, and then above Nagano, it's just Kane, Vadum, and Overeem. I think Vadum is tied into a fight, isn't he? Obviously, with Derek Lewis, as you say, uh, I, I wouldn't be against. Seeing him fight over in in, in a in an alternative final eliminator at the yeah. end of the day, JDS is out of that top listing now anyway. But you know what? I don't know where I got that from. I thought Stipe versus Kane had been done, and I was just going to say, if that's done, it ain't going to happen because Kane's never fit. So I would keep Nagano on the sidelines just in case. But uh, listen, Francis is going to get his shot in the next six months, so mm. I wouldn't worry about it. Too what do you make a big about? I just mentioned obviously big Derek there against Fabrizio Verdum. Derek out of retirement, retired for all of a month, and then decided yeah. that he fancied a piece of the pie again. Yeah, exactly. And uh, obviously the Mark Hunt defeat was a setback for him, but um, you know he, he's far from he's far from out of the equation, is he? So. You know, Mark Hunt has the ability to uh, to to get past anybody, and uh, I think that's a great fight for him, Vadum. I think it's a it's a real battle. Mm. Uh, I think if Vadum engages on one hand, he could get hurt because uh, Vadum, at his heart of hearts, is still while his striking has vastly improved under under um, King's MMA day, Rafael Cadero. At his heart, his heart is a jiu-jitsu fighter, and basically those guys don't like get punched in the face, and that's what. Uh, that's what the main man, the Black Beast, does best. So uh, for that fight, if I was Vadum's coach, it'd be simple. Just pull guard with the fat guy and tie him in knots. But, uh, <laughs> That's good tactics. You know, I could just imagine you in the corner of a fighter going, do us a favour, just pull guard with that fat guy and, uh, and tie him in knots, son. That'll sort it out, yeah. And <laughs> exactly, then give, yeah. And then give him a tap on his back and maybe on his backside, just give him a little tap on his bum. Go on, <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> simple. Easy work, mate. Easy work. Uh, a fight that I'm dead excited about um, is the Tony Ferguson Kevin Lee fight, which has been made now. Yeah, man. Because obviously the belt's tied up with Connor currently out of action with this Floyd Mayweather fight at the weekend. So yeah. they've made an interim belt. It was going to be Tony against Khabib. We're all dead excited about that. But Khabib, I don't know what's going on with Khabib. I mean, Dennis says that he's not ready. And then there's videos on social media where he looks in mint condition. He's training dead hard. How can mm. you not be ready? What have you got to do to get ready? Or are you waiting for something else, mate? You know? Yeah. Um, but I'm delighted for Kevin Lee. I like him, man. I think. Uh, Plus. Uh, yeah, he adds a little bit of spice. 
nice and a bit of showbiz. That's what we like. We like a little bit of that. I like a, a guy that sh- shouts his mouth off, and now he's got a great fight against one of my favourite fights, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you don't get it if you don't ask for it. And after his win over Michael Chiesa, I think Kevin Lee lived up to the to the hype. You know, we've been hyping him on this show for a long time, saying that he's the real deal. We've, we've explained his backstory. We know he's the business. Uh, for me, Tony Ferguson's the best in the division, so it's a massive test for him. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be in it to win it. And I'm not against an interim title fight while Connor's gone AWOL because mm. if all goes to a plan... This weekend with Team McGregor, I don't think we're going to see him back in the octagon anytime soon. So why hold up this lightweight mm. division? And even it's moving on. And even if it doesn't go Connor's way this weekend, I can't see him coming back. For he says he is though. He said he's, yeah, he's going to finish no, no, the no. year with the with a fight in the UFC. Well, that's what I mean. I can't see him coming back for anything less than a big money narrative fight. Now, this is no disrespect to Tony Ferguson and Kevin Lee. Is yep. that the big money narrative fight, or is Nate Diaz part three the big money narrative fight? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, the, the other the other way to look at it is Khabib Nurmagomedov have the big money fight bearing in mind that he brings the whole of Russia and every eyeball in Russia to the table, mm. uh, as well as Russian rubles. So financially, there could be something massive that they could do. I know it sounds crazy, but a UFC fight against Khabib in Moscow, I know they've talked about this previously and people have kind of scorned at it, but Dana White, it's, 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 you know, it's, been, it's been put down there that Dana White and um, the new owner you know, um, from IMG, they've been over to Russia a lot. They've spoken a lot to the Russian government and the sports ministry and everything else about doing a big UFC event over there. And there won't be anything bigger mm. than Khabib against Conor McGregor. And at the end of the day, as we know, there's plenty of uh, oligarch billionaires in Russia with more money than sense. So the uh, game is you know, they could do something huge over there, which may well satisfy Connor's finances, you know. Mm. Well, that's it. The game is changing now, isn't it? Normally what you would get is an interim title between Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson. The winner is guaranteed to then take on the champion. I don't think that that's necessarily the case no. when the champion is Conor McGregor now. I don't think yeah. that is the case. You've got to satisfy his financial needs. because It's the kind of the only explanation why Khabib isn't in the mix then, isn't it? It's kind of the only thing that you think, okay, well, what are they saving Khabib for then? Mm. Uh, and potentially that's what it is. And, you know, this fight doesn't happen until October the 7th. Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee. Well, you know, Connor's free from Sunday. So what's stopping them before October the 7th? Sometime in September going, right, okay, this Connor's big comeback to the UFC is his big brave return after his, uh, you know, incredibly financial yet... Uh, sporting, you know, demise in boxing. What are you like. talking about? I've told you that he's going to win, mate. Anybody Sorry, that's been yeah, listening yeah. to the shows this week knows what's going down. Sorry, yeah, I forgot you bought a lottery ticket. Mm. Um, <laughs> I uh, so what I mean is they could well announce Khabib, you know, as a bounce back end of the de- you know end of the year, November, December kind of time. I think they've got two one nine booked in for December thirtieth, two one eight booked in for December the second, but they could easily be moved. Uh, and they've got venues at the moment, obviously not Russia, but one of them could easily be moved to Russia. I don't know. I just feel like there's something... Bubbling. There's something bubbling, yeah, something bubbling beneath the surface. And don't okay. forget, recently, and you know, I know Dana sometimes, uh, you know, blows a lot of hot air, but he did say recently as well, there's some massive, massive plans afoot already for early 2018. So. Mm. And on that hot air, by the way, this is Dana White, the man that told us that Conor McGregor and uh, Floyd Mayweather would never ever happen <laughs> yeah. over his dead body we will never have women in the UFC <laughs> oh he's famously backtracked a few times oh, I love it yeah, yeah yeah absolutely never wrong for long Dana love it mate that's it um, UFC 217 started to 
stack up quite nicely. We know that on that card, we've got uh, Bisping GSP, the one that you said is never, ever going to happen. Never going to happen. Now confirmed, even though we've been speaking about it for about six months. Uh, yep. Cody TJ confirmed now. It's official. It's happening on 217, which is beautiful. Yep. Um, also on there, um, Masvidal versus Wonderboy. That's a nice fight, man. Both coming off losses. Both need a victory. Both very talented dudes. I mean, when I say coming off losses, they've lost to elite fighters. Yeah. Um, could be an absolute cracker. And Joanna Rose Namajunas apparently is penciled in for that event now well, as well. that's not even a fight, is it? Joanna's going to smash it to bits. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so, yeah. Uh, all eyes on November the 4th um, for uh, UFC 217 in Bobby, New York City. Bobby, Bobby Knuckles versus Michael Bisping headline on that guy. Nah, mate, not happening. What did you make of Anderson Silver and Kelvin Gastelum going to Shanghai? Uh, does anybody care? Do, really? Well, that's, when I saw it, I was like, meh. If that was made maybe a couple of years ago, I'd have gone, oh, that's nice. But now yeah. I just go, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. It's a bit like it. It's nice for the fans in Shanghai. You know what I mean? You get to see some, you get to see a legend of the game, no question about it, and a Hall of Famer yeah. taking on a kid that's all right. But it's not one of them that you're thinking, woof, winner of that goes to X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? It's To be honest, it's not the only one, is it, that's been announced. You know, Shogun St. Pru is going to Saitama in Japan. That's the headliner. Shogun Hewitt against OSP. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> then you got Mashida versus Brunson has been named as the headliner for Sao Paulo <laughs> and then Silver versus Gastelum you know these fucking fight nights to finish off 2017 are like you know lambs jumping over me head just putting me right to sleep couldn't care less about any of them but it's at like, least the pay-per-views are good anyway it's like um, do you know when they have those charity legend matches yeah that's what it's like it's exactly what it's like Usain you, you like. Bolt playing for Manchester United stuff like that that's what it's like innit yeah Ollie Mears and Usain Bolt yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Ollie Mears by the way is a what did he win X Factor or something yeah, X, I don't think he won X it X Factor runner up yeah. turned pop star presenter in the British. UK yeah, yeah yeah he's a good lad he's Ollie he's sound he's alright yeah. don't be dissing the quiff alright <laughs> Um, I'm just going to flip cords on you for a second here. Did you see, um, there's a, I don't know what's going on with Bellator because you think when you've got your hands on Rory McDonald, you try and get him out as much as you possibly can in order to showcase him uh, to the world, to show off, look what we've got, you know? Yeah. Um, But he's come out on his social media saying, yeah, there's nothing, I'm trying to get a fight, there's nothing happening at this moment in time. It's looking like 2018. Then Michael Chandler, brilliant Michael Chandler, has just jumped all over it and said, well, I'll have a dance with you. Let's do it, man. Let's, uh, I'm looking for, I'm looking for a fight. You're looking for a fight. Let's, let's, you know, let's do something before the end of the year. I think that's, uh, I think that's what's got to happen now, hasn't it? You know what I mean? If the, if the governing bodies are dragging the feet and pissing about, I think you've got to make noise on social media in order to get the fans going, oh, 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 yeah, we want to see that. We want to see that. And therefore the powers that be that count the beans might go, go on then, we'll stick it on. It is, yeah. It's kind of weird because everything at Bellator seems to evolve around the legends, yeah. like the leg legends, you know what I mean? I, I don't include Rory MacDonald. No, you're talking about Michael the old Chandler, school, the guys on the way about, out. Yeah, I'm talking about Fido, Rampage, Chael, Tito. They're still dictating the play. They're still the ones that are kind of, oh, we've got a big fight in this. Way, Tito's going to fight Chael again. Fucking who cares? Yeah, it's like the Veterans League. Yeah, but I'm like, you, I'm like, man, yeah, Rory McDonald against Michael Chanda. Sign me up, man. That's that's top draw stuff. So, I don't know, it's a weird one over at Bellator, obviously. He's uh, 
they've got a lot of experience over there and they've obviously got a model that they believe is going to work but I think it's about time now to start really start saving up real fights for the fans as well like Benson Henderson what's happened to his career you know it's kind of gone now and I don't know there's a couple of fights over at Bellator that I'd like to see that light heavyweight division's decent now um, I'm glad that uh, what's his name the Swarm from the UK has got the title shot hasn't he against mm. Ryan Bader uh, so I'm looking forward to that fight but uh, but yeah I, you know make it man make it happen this is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. So obviously this weekend, Las Vegas, Nevada, it is uh, Mayweather-McGregor. It's the crossover fight. The boxing world is going to witness the UFC's biggest star. Starch their main man. That is what they're going to see this weekend. And Nick, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Can you please, right, stop belittling, stop laughing at people tweeting at Fight Disciples saying, Adam, I agree with you, mate. I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the future. I'm seeing the vision. I want Conor McGregor to do the business, yeah? And I can see it and I'm believing it. And after your speech on May Mac Part 6, I'm feeling the vibe, brother. I'm in. Then, these people have been courageous enough to tweet the show, to get involved with the show, to feel a part of the show, and then to be littled by you, the man of reason, the man <laughs> of sense. Of anybody? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tweeting people back going, oh, the dickhead's got to you, has he? All right, <laughs> you're bought into the bullshit, have you? <laughs> Leave these men alone, right? They're in, we're in a select, unique crew. There's only five of us, right? Yeah. There's only five of us that believe that Connor's going to do the business. Leave us alone. Let us have our moment. You can take the piss out of us on Sunday morning, all right? Yeah, brilliant. I love it. I love it. I'm getting, listen, I'm getting behind it, man. We are Fight Disciples. Fight Disciples is not me and you. It's the whole... It's the whole club, in it? It's everyone that follows us on social media, everyone that listens to the show. Mm. We are fight disciples, and I think it's great that people are engaging with this fight. The good thing about our thread compared to other people's threads I've noticed is everyone that listens to us is up for it, man. Like, we are. They're just like, fuck it. Let's just see what happens. This is going to be bonkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't kind of know what's going to happen first, Bell. And I don't think any, even... Even the most shrewd boxing fan, the most old-school boxing fan, cannot sit down and say, this is exactly what's going to happen, because we don't. We've never seen Conor McGregor in a boxing ring, so we don't know what the fuck he's going to do. He could do a handstand and walk around on his hands, for all we know. We've got no idea. That, that, that They actually might do that, that. That would be good. That would be mental. Um, but we actually just do not know what he's going to do. He might try and stand up and outbox Floyd, which would be the fucking stupidest thing ever. Or he might run across the ring and do a flying Superman punch as soon as the bell goes. One thing we do know from Conor, and he back, he doesn't... thing with Conor is he talks trash. We know that. But his trash always comes from honesty. He doesn't make shit up. He actually believes what he's saying. And what I found really poignant over the last couple of days, especially, he keeps reiterating that thing where he says, Floyd's saying he won't take a backward step. I'm telling you, I won't take a backward step. Whoever takes the first backward step has lost the first part of the fight like that. Psychologically now, Connor cannot go backwards. He won't go backwards. So we know exactly what we're going to get from the belly. He's just going to walk straight forward and start throwing bombs. Mayweather, I believe, is 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 talking shit. He will jab and move. Obviously, he will look to have a look at Mayweather, uh, McGregor, and keep moving around the ring early on. But for the first few rounds, I'm telling you now, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be bonkers because we just don't know what the crazy Irishman is going to do. I've told you what's going to happen. I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> He's coming out. There's going to be some weird feints. There's going to be some crazy animal movements. There's going to be a Superman punch in there. There might be a bit of a leg Snake attack. He's going to go in there like <laughs> like um, Ben Stiller in, uh, in Dodgeball. He's <laughs> going to go off, man. He's just going to throw some shit that nobody's ever, ever seen. And that's it. Start. It's gone. Good night. Boxing's over. <laughs> 
it's mental, isn't it? It Absolutely is mental. mental. Listen, listen, I know that we're only messing about and having a little bit of a laugh, right? But legitimately, nobody does know what's going to no. go on, right? And that exactly. is why we appreciate people that do contact us, that listen to this show. We love it, man. Thanks for yeah. getting involved and tweeting us and having a bit of a laugh with us because we don't take it too seriously. It ain't serious. This is sports entertainment. You, you're a sports fan or a UFC or a fight fan, whatever. You're a fan because you want to be entertained. Yeah. That's what this is about. It isn't about studying the sciences and the nuances and being a geek about it. Nobody gives a fuck, man. Nobody yeah, exactly. gives a shit about that. I mean, I I listen to so many different... I mean, t- to be fair, right? Your credentials, Nick, right? You've been doing this for a long, long time at the highest, highest level. If you wanted to, we could sit in a fucking boozer with some old blogs and talk yeah. about the golden age of heavyweight boxing and go through people's records. I don't want to because it'll bore the fucking living daylights out of me. What I want to do is get excited, dare to dream a little bit, have a little bit of a crack. Everybody loves an underdog story. I was was making this point on the radio the other day, right, because there are people out there that are so that they're so um, sealed off with their views that they don't allow anybody else's view to come into their region that doesn't agree with them. If you don't agree with me, you're wrong. Well, that's bullshit. That's not what sport's all about, mate. Everybody's got an opinion. Let's have a debate. Let's have a little bit of a crack about it. I respect you. You respect me. Job done. Let's move on. You know what I mean? You might think I'm talking shit, but sound, whatever. I don't care. That's my opinion of it, right? And I was having a conversation with a fight fan who was telling me that this at the weekend is absolute bollocks. It shouldn't be happening. It's an absolute farce. Okay, fair enough. That's your opinion. And I respect that. I can understand yep. where you're coming uh, from. Listen, my mate Matt Christie, editor of Boxing News, has taken exactly the same thread. You know, he, he's been writing exactly the same thing in the, in that magazine for the last couple of weeks. And his, his column just this last week was like, it's a complete and utter fucking sham. We're getting an O for O guy against a 49 and O guy. And that's cool. And that's, yeah, absolute, that's I respect his opinion. That. That's his of thought. That's, that's it. Absolutely. Exactly. However, my point to the, the fan that um, formed one of our radio shows was this, right? When you got into... How did you get into boxing? Now, we did it... If you remember, we did a heavyweight uh, show, didn't we? Right at the start of the year when um, AJ was fighting Klitschko and we went through the, the heavyweight events that really inspired us. And one of mine was Bruno Tyson staying up in the middle of the night for the first time with my dad and all that type of stuff and watching that. And I said that that is the fight that really inspired me and got me involved in boxing. Technically, that's a lie, right? Because the first time that I consumed boxing on any level was watching the Rocky films. That was the first time. You watch Rocky and you go, oh, man. And why do you love it? Because it's an underdog story. It's got that Hollywood vibe about it. That's the thing that captures your imagination. That guy coming from absolutely fucking nowhere to become something. And this at the weekend, whether you love it as a fight, whether you love it as an event, whether you love it as whatever, has that in absolute abundance. This is what this is Rocky. You are watching real Rocky at the weekend. Can the guy from nowhere, from the gym that's never had a professional fight, can he take on the best in the business? Can Rocky Balboa do Apollo Creed in real life? That is what we're doing. Yep. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. And that is where I'm at with it. That's why I'm into it, because Rocky is the thing that brought us all here. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. Don't give me this bullshit saying, oh, well, I uh, I studied the uh, the form of Penel Whitaker back in the day when he was doing uh, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. Maybe you did after, but Rocky got you here. Rocky got you here. The Hollywood story <laughs> got you to this point. True that. True that. Listen, I just keep thinking back as well to the first time I met Connor, you know, and he just signed for the UFC. He was just a young kid with, you know, with, who talked big, 
but was yet to back it up. He didn't have an unbeaten record. He'd lost a couple of fights, but he'd come into the UFC with real momentum after picking up two belts in Cage Warriors. Then he'd signed for the UFC and had that amazing moment where he screamed 60 Gs, baby, and all that kind of stuff. And just to have been on this journey kind of with him from a media's perspective, from the grassroots right to where he is now, to what's about to happen on Saturday night. How can you not be in love with that story? How can you not be riding the crest of a wave with it? You know, I am absolutely engrossed in him as a person. You know, we've repeated it on this show and I've repeated it on other shows as well. This is a once in a lifetime athlete. People like this don't come along all the time. You know, it's fucking very rare the fact that he's got the ability to do it on the sporting field but also the ability to have an entire room of people eating out the palm of his hands he's got that charisma he's got that x factor and boy this kid can fight and so far anyone that listens to this show who's a ufc fan will know that you don't doubt conor mcgregor because every time a challenge is put in front of his face he says this is going to be easy and he proves it to be easy he's reiterating this week four rounds floyd is getting knocked out in four rounds and whether you think that's true or whether you think that's just he's just saying that to build confidence listen you've got to talk and act and believe and think and move like you're a champion before you ever become a champion that's what it is and i just think he goes into this fight with floyd Unlike a lot of Floyd's previous opponents who are, who are realised, oh God, is Floyd, I'm in, his, I'm in Floyd's shadow. Yeah. He genuinely believes Floyd is in his shadow. He genuinely believes Floyd's day is over. He is the new pay-per-view star. And the numbers prove that. Listen, this is going to be a real fight on Saturday night. I don't know how long it's going to last. Obviously, I don't think it's going to go the distance. People know my predictions, but Conor McGregor's live as fuck for four rounds. And that's what I can't <laughs> wait to see. That's what I cannot wait to see. I love it when you get passionate. He is live as fuck for four <laughs> rounds, baby. <laughs> Listen, however you're consuming this at the weekend, enjoy it. Like yeah, it, man. Nick, Hit like, us on social media. Definitely. We're going to be, obviously, we'll all be up live. We'll all be hammering the social media at the weekend. Let's, let's get involved. Let's have a bit of a laugh with it absolutely yeah, get involved enjoy it and we'll have a bit of a crack about it next week and then we'll move on we'll move on to ufc yep. 216 we'll move on to triple g versus canelo we'll move on because life moves on sport moves on it's not going to stop but enjoy it for what it is whilst it's here we'll catch you next time a kid from dublin we're more than a dream he knew one day he'd be the king of the ufc oh with a group of fight and irish not to be pushed over not here to take part they were here to take over and from the start john having a boy aside whoever thought they'd be known worldwide after 60 g's baby and a contract to sign leaving his old life and the social welfare behind and after two years came the featherweight champion of the world and connor said he'd make him look like a little girl it only took 10 seconds to show his talk wasn't cheap as he connected with the left and put aldo to sleep there's only one connor mcgregor and there's the fighter there and he's gonna knock out floyd mayweather so floyd watch out it's the irish are coming you can talk all you want but you'll do nothing only one connor mcgregor and there's the fighter bear and he's gonna knock out floyd mayweather so floyd watch out it's the irish are coming you can talk all you want but you'll do nothing the lightweight belt was next in store to do what no other fighter had ever done before became the first same time double champ in history and took the chance to apologize to absolutely nobody 
He came from working on a building site To get a million dollar paychecks from Dana White And there was money, his cars and his clothes He flaunts, cause the double champ does what the f*** he wants And Mayweather, you're old and you're small And the truth is that you'll do fake all Cause precision beats power and timing beats speed Why have you got a skill back for you can't even read There's only one Conor McGregor and there's the fighter better And he's gonna knock out Floyd Mayweather So Floyd, watch out, it's the Irish are coming You can talk all you want, but you do nothing Only one Conor McGregor and there's the fighter better And he's gonna knock out Floyd Mayweather So Floyd, watch out, it's the Irish are coming You can talk all you want, but you do nothing well, he dresses to kill, boys Lamborghinis at will Can get inside your head like he was Dr. Phil And if you call him out, have a good reason why Or he'll turn around and say, who up is that guy? And on the 26th of August, we're taking over Vegas The Irish invasion, you can't mistake us Singing songs day and night, till our voices are sore Because when one of us goes, we all go to war There's only one Conor McGregor, and there's the fighter bear And he's gonna knock out Floyd so Floyd, watch out, cause the Irish are coming You can talk all you want, but you'll do nothing Only one Conor McGregor, and there's the fighter better And he's gonna knock out Floyd Mayweather So Floyd, watch out, cause the Irish are coming You can talk all you want, but you'll do nothing you do nothing Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.